Talking about what's new with Los Angeles Clippers There's always so much to discuss Let's jump right in It's LA Clips Forum LA Clippers It's LA Clips Forum With Jesse and Brian Is Ronnie Hood here to save the franchise? This is the LA Clips Forum My name is Brian Andrew I'm here with my co-host Jesse Sandoval, what's up guys? Oh my god <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep that. I don't know. Are, are, am I on a delay or? Uh, you seem fine. I don't know. Was oh, I? You didn't. You didn't. You didn't respond. Like, oh, really? <laughs> I did. I did respond. Okay, so maybe it's me. Well, we'll find out. We'll find out when it, when I'm done recording this. Proof is in the pudding. <laughs> per- perfect introduction for our guest. Right. <laughs> we have the Rob from Rob Save Sports. How are you doing, Rob? I'm good. I'm good. Appreciate you guys coming on. <laughs> thank you, thank <laughs> was you. good. That was a good uh, another uh, that news those news channel videos. Right. They're coming. They're coming back, and it's like back to you. <laughs> that was nice. You're nice. Good to be on. Really? Be so on. I, did I not say anything on your screen either? No, you Rob? said so, you said something. There was a there was like yeah. a little delay. What? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> So it might be me. It might be me. I guess, yeah, if if you have the bad Wi-Fi. Well, well, it's Jesse Sandoval, okay? So (laughs) there you go. I'm there. I'm here. (laughs) All right. So going to the, well, we'll talk about some, you know, some, I guess, average trade news that happened yesterday. Average? I know, I know. Okay, first off. Okay. Not average. It's above average. There we go. Okay. All right. Tell, tell us why it's above average. Because it's, it's Rodney Hood, man. We got Rodney Hood. He he's going to catapult this offense to number one. You think so? Duke's finest. Uh, <laughs> who who's the best Duke player of all time? Is it Rodney Hood or is it Luke Kennard? That's tough. I, huh? I know. Uh, we, I know. I know. We have tough. the two. I know we have the two best. I'm gonna go with Rodney Hood <laughs> on this one. <laughs> You're gonna go Rodney Hood. You think Rodney Hood's gonna? And going to buy his jersey. We got <laughs> I I I'm not gonna lie. I would buy Ronnie Hood's jersey if he doesn't play a minute. Like he does not play a minute, and we I could get a jersey of Ronnie Hood for this moment in history of when we got Ronnie Hood to never play. Perfect. Even if it's the per, even if it's the practice jersey that has like Carmax on it, I, I want that Ronnie Hood jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, jokes on you because I got I got a Keon Johnson jersey before the oh. season started. <laughs> that so well, well, see, I always like I'm a, I'm a I feel like I'm somewhat of a hipster basketball fan, so like I'm a, I could easily get a Paul George or Kawhi jersey anywhere, but I feel like when you get these specific jerseys of players from a certain era, like there was about three, maybe three to four months of Keon Johnson regular season basketball, and you have that jersey to prove that you're like. No, I rooted for this guy, and we ended up getting someone better. But it's it's, I, I salute you, Rob. Yeah, I appreciate that. Every time, every time there's, every time the Clippers draft a rookie, I go into like a deep dive, go through, go through the highlight videos, go through all the stuff to try and get like the most, the most out of it. But you know, I I did I did like what I saw from him. You know, even though he was mm-hmm. 19, he still showed a little bit, but. Obviously, I don't think he would be in the long-term plans for the Clippers, like considering the other rookies 
All right. I, I had this idea that eventually we would maybe have to move on from our veterans at some point. Like I figured Nick Batum, Marcus Morris would not be here forever. And then we would just, you know, let Keon and Brandon Boston and Jason Preston take those spots in the rotation. And instead of having older guys, we have these young guys who are now going to play with Paul, George, and Kawhi in their final years of their contract or something like that. Obviously, it's not going to go that way. Like, I wouldn't even be surprised if Brandon Boston's not on the team in a year and a half, but we'll see. You know, maybe he is. Maybe he's the next, I don't know, Michael Porter Jr. or something. Or I hope not, though. Like, in, ter- in terms of injury, yeah. I, and, I, I, and other right. stuff. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> totally forgot about that. <laughs> I, it's, it's, I, I go through these phases where I don't think about Denver until we're playing Denver. And sometimes I go through those phases with Dallas too, where I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, I don't like Dallas. And then all of a sudden we're playing them again. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is why I hate the Dallas Mavericks. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we got Ronnie Hood. And okay, here we go. Semi <laughs> Ojale. I, I think I got that. Semi Ojale. Semi Ojale. All right, fully <laughs> it's, it's like we're it's like we're saying the same thing. Um, yeah, that's uh, what I said. Yeah. <laughs> For Serge Ibaka, and most likely these players will be waived. But it's been 24 hours past the trade deadline, and now it seems like they're they're getting jerseys. They're probably traveling with the team. I don't know. Now, there's probably no rush to wave them, but we would think we'd want to hit the buyout market pretty hard. We would. Um, is there anybody on the buyout market you think better than Ronnie Hood, Jesse? Uh, personally, well, he's not on there yet, but there's rumors. Well, I mean, that's the plan for San Antonio Spurs, I guess. The Grand Dragic is who I would like in a Clipper jersey, personally. Um, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just still stuck on the... You know, the bubble heat, so I'm hoping that's going to be him mm-hmm. if we do get him, but I'm not too sure. <laughs> I feel like I haven't seen him play basketball in seven years, and I know he's been playing basketball. I just feel like I haven't seen him play basketball in seven years. <laughs> that's how I feel about DJ Augustine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, I, I totally get yeah, that. He's, he's been in the league for, what, like 14 years? Yeah, I couldn't tell you. I, I, that's, that's crazy. I feel like some of that's these... That's crazy. I feel like some of these players have been in the NBA since I've been in high school. And <laughs> I've been out of high school for over a decade. So, how about you, Rob? Is there anybody on the bio market better than Semi Ojale? <laughs> Yo, you actually know he went to Duke too, as well? Oh, he did. And then he went to SMU. Damn. Wikipedia. Yeah. You know that's what mm-hmm. that's what's here. I I, <laughs> I I I legit had to look him up. I was like, "Huh, who's this guy?" And it, I read on Wikipedia he held uh, the Greek Freak to 16 points in a playoff game when he started. So we got a defensive mastermind on our hands. <laughs> the wing stopper. The wing stopper. Yeah, because I think similar with what Jesse said, like Dragic would be a good pick. I think. Right now, the Clippers, the best thing for them is to find, you know, like a backup point guard, whether that's Dragic, maybe Schroeder, maybe DJ Augustine. But, you know, I don't – whoever we're getting, I don't expect them to play a lot, but just to be, you know, there for backup if there are any other j- injuries. 
unfortunately we have one right now right yeah so what about terrence Mann being the facilitator i mean we see it i mean i honestly oh i'm i am the biggest terrence Mann fan like especially coming out as a rookie you know i always it was it was funny because during i think when when roddy magruder was on the team i think before prior to last season i was like you know if if man got like the recruiter minutes, yeah, I think it would be pretty good. Then he ended up getting like a bigger role and expanding uh, last season. And, you know, it, I think it paid off a lot for him. And for, you know, for him being, I guess, labeled as the point guard, it's still fine. Like I've seen, he knows, you know, he really knows how to f- facilitate well. I don't know if that means like breaking breaking down the defense, but he's very good at you know cutting and also driving all the way and kind of kicking out. I know there there have been like a few occasions where he's like right at the rim and he and he throws it right back out to the other to the other defender, but you know that you can take you can take what you get with. So I think yeah. I think he's been fine though. And sometimes I just feel like he sees a hole to the basket and then it closes and then he's like, well. I don't know. I, I don't know how I got here. And then, <laughs> and then you're just like, and then, and then he also stopped his dribble. So now he has three seconds before he gets a three second violation. He needs to pass it out, but he can't see anybody. And if you're if you're hearing a beeping in the background, it's because my my wife is an air fryer. You know, which brings me to a sponsor of this uh, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's more like he forgot something in the like the middle of driving. He's like, did I did I leave the stove on? <laughs> he's like, yeah. he's like, Shoot, I oh crap! I'm in the garage game. door. <laughs> like, Did that, I lock the door when I lift? That that has happened to me so many times. It's like <laughs> it's nerve wracking. I'm like, man, I'm gonna come back home and like all my stuff's gone. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, Reggie Jackson kind of does the same thing though, but he 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 just puts it up instead which we all prefer right because it's like terrence manic gets stuck there sometimes whereas reggie jackson goes up there and takes a bad bad shot but we take it it's just the way our point guards are but uh i know you mentioned shooter and i'm curious as you what your take is brian because personally i feel like we already have like a player type similar to shooter which is like reggie jackson it's just reggie jackson more of a roller coaster i'm not i haven't really watched Shooter's uh time in Boston, but apparently it hasn't been well for how much he's making, for what he brings to the table. Whereas I do feel like with let's just say DJ Augustine and uh, Goran Dragic, so like it's kind of like you know, they're at the tail end of their careers a little bit, right? So you're you, like, are we getting them in the middle of their decline? Whereas like I feel like Dennis Shooter still has a little bit of solid basketball left in him. I know that's a very um, ESPN take. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his contract wasn't too bad. He's going to come in here from another prove-it deal, and all we need him to do is play 10 to 15 minutes a night, and to be honest, once everybody's healthy, if they come back, he's not going to play that much either, you know what I mean? Unless, like, Reggie Jackson has an injury of some sort because we're probably going to go with a lot of all-wing lineups. So I, it's just we need we just need somebody to kind of fill in this little tiny hole that Eric Bledsoe left, and then we'll we'll probably not use him that much. Like he's not going to be in our playoff rotation if we have if we're in the playoffs. 
Yeah, the five five piece wings. Yeah, <laughs> lineup. Like, yeah, five piece wings. You know, like <laughs> what what would be your all wing lineup, Rob? Ooh, is that is that with everybody healthy? Everybody healthy. Because it would it would probably have to be Paul George, Kawhi, Batum, Morris. I, I kind of want man in there, but I could see I could see it possibly going Covington. So you said George, Kawhi, Batum, Morris, and no pal? He's like a six three wing. <laughs> so, oh, the guys aren't team. <laughs> We're just calling everybody a wing now. We just traded for him too. Jeez. He <laughs> traded we, we traded we traded my favorite player too. Yeah. T- Ter- Terrence Mann's a wing until we need him to be a point yeah, guard, but... right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so no, but then like with the with Powell, then it's probably Powell, Paul George, Kawhi, Batum, and Morris. That would probably be the lineup they would use. What about you, Jesse? Same thing. Uh, I would take out Morris and uh, put Powell in that position. I'll put Terrence Mann in there. Okay, okay. Kinda, yeah. Lately, based on what I'm seeing, I like that. Yeah, yeah. I, get, I, I respect that. No Ronnie Hood, huh? <laughs> oh, well, he's shit. he's the he's the him. last second he's the last second shot guy. So oh, yeah. <laughs> whenever we need that, we'll pull that out. Surprise man. everybody! He's gonna win the fifteenth man of the year award trophy. <laughs> uh, no, no, semi Ojale guys. Oh, that's interesting. Did, did you guys hear me earlier when I said he he locked down? Giannis? Okay. Well, I, did, I didn't want to mispronounce it, so I did. I just I didn't want to try. <laughs> oh yeah. I've I've said it probably three different times on this podcast. I, I forgot how to pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so let's move on to this road trip that we've that we're on. We're so far zero three on it. I don't want to date this podcast too much, so we're not going into the too much of the rest of the games and all that. I ha- I do have a prediction for tomorrow night. I'm going to be absolutely pissed off watching Luca play. I th- <laughs> I, I think that's my my prediction. Win or lose, <laughs> I'm not going to enjoy myself. That's the 23rd time in three seasons that we've played the Mavs. That is way too many times to play one team, and especially to be a Dallas Mavericks team led by a player as annoying as Luka is. I, I just can't do it. Like, okay. why, could, why couldn't we play, like, the, the Timberwolves in 23 times? Like, okay. Anthony, Anthony Edwards would be annoying for a little bit, but Carl Anthony Towns would just, I don't know, be exhausted. What about you, Jesse? All right. What would you rather have? What would you rather have? Clippers play Luca twenty three times, or Clippers play Steph Curry twenty three times? Ooh. Right. Steph Curry pisses me off, but I, I, <laughs> I respect that he's the best, one of the best shot makers in history. I just uh, I don't know. Luca's Luka, game. Luca on paper. You go into a game on paper. You look at his stats. You go to BasketballReference.com. And he plays better than what the hell they tell us on there. He shoots a butt. He shot 50% from the three-point line in the last game, but he normally shoots like 32. He he doesn't get calls. No, at least Steph Curry is like this undersized guy who ended up going above his potential. Trust me, by game two, I'm gonna be I'm gonna hate the Warriors. <laughs> I might not even take two games. Trust me. I've I've been there. I, I was there during the Lob City eras and I hated the Warriors. 
probably hate more than I hated the Lakers, but the Lakers weren't relevant. So I was not really tested too much on that. But I would yeah. probably say and we still win both series against the like you know like how we won two series against dallas we'd still win two series against the warriors you get the two series wins against series wins against the warriors in the playoffs and and they were up by two two oh oh it's the warriors it's the warriors i'd rather play the Warriors. (laughs) keep in mind Although we won two series against the Dallas Mavericks, we did lose by 50 to them. And he probably still thinks he, that, that matters. <laughs> so that's why he got, that's why he scored 50. He just wanted to remind, he <laughs> just wanted to mind the Clippers. I just want to remind you guys that coming, coming in, a, in April, I'm down to lose 4 2 to you guys again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I get your disdain for the, the Dallas Mavericks. Luca has such like an arrogance to him, it kind of irritates me. Luca really initiates a lot of contact on um, the offensive side of the ball, and it irritates me how much he gets to call or how much he complains about it. Like with the refs uh, telling them that they need to calm down, like Terrence Mann was playing great defense. I mean, he was playing physical defense, but he wasn't – I don't think he was, you know, um, uh, committing any any sort of fouls or unnecessary, call, unnecessary fouls. And – it was just irritating. Uh, I can't put it into words. It's difficult. Rob, how much do you hate the Mavs? <laughs> <laughs> we're we're I mean, here. I don't hate the Mavs. I hate watching Luca. Honestly, it's like it's similar. It's like the similar thing of watching James Harden play. Like some people, I think some people like it, like his style of play. But just I just hate it. It's just. He, you know, that constant driving and like jacking their head back, drawing fouls and stuff like that. And then <laughs> it's funny because I know Chris Paul was kind of the similar way, but I don't think it's, I don't think it was as egregious as Harden or Luca. Yeah. I, I don't know. Chris Paul to me was a, was a, he was a pretty sneaky, dirty player. And I knew that even as a Clipper fan, and it irritated me a lot. Um, I can see so which I understand why a lot of people hated Chris Paul when he was on the Clippers and probably still hate him now. Um and it wasn't until like my my uh actually my math professor told me because he like followed hoops, he's like, Yeah, watch Chris Paul. Like when someone shoots, he will go under them, you know, under their spacing deliberately. And I was watching the game and I think it was against the Kings. I forgot who it was, but he shoots and yeah, you see Chris Paul going going underneath the spacing. And I was like, yeah, all right, this guy's dirty. <laughs> I, it, I I watched Chris Paul in the Lob City era and was like, if he was on any other team right now, I'd hate this guy. <laughs> and Because he's he, on your team, you have a jersey. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have a Chris Paul jersey too. And, and I was really overweight and it did not fit me very well. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, what else do we have on... NBA players we hate for him. Uh, do you guys you got any more? <laughs> I'll tell you who I don't hate, Rodney Hood. I'm telling you, <laughs> like me, me and Jesse have a, a deal. As long as those guys are wearing Clipper uniforms, we're all in. We're all in on those guys. Yep. Until until they're waived and we bring in somebody else, Rodney Hood. Rodney Hood's the savior of this franchise. I'm riding that wave. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was in the finals with the Cavs, so I mean, he's got that. 
playoff experience. Yeah, I I put I sent a um we're in a group chat and I said a I sent a message where it's like this person's it's it's a sign that says like music saved my life. But I took out the music <laughs> part and I said when we see Ronnie Hood at a game, your veteran presence saved my life. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna bring a lot of veteran presence. <laughs> I, I I don't know if he's gonna be filling up that box score, but he's gonna bring a lot of veteran presence. Okay. So we, we, we talked about our, our, our players that we do not like in the NBA. Well, let, let's keep it positive then. What are players that we do like right now? Do they have to be off they, the Clippers? Yeah, they don't have to be on the Clippers. Ooh. Evan Mobley's one. Dude, I, I, I love Giannis. I'm with Giannis. Giannis, Giannis yeah. is so fun to watch. Yeah. The humility yeah. that he has, like, I mean, he knows where he came from. And um, mm-hmm. to finally get to the war, catapult tour. He is. It's it's nuts. And for him to win a championship, that was I, I enjoyed it so much watching him win. Especially against mm-hmm. the Suns, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, and his yeah. and his dad jokes, MVP caliber too. His dad <laughs> oh, yeah. jokes are <laughs> absolutely elite. I think he averages like 10 dad jokes a game. So it's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> double double figures <laughs> fills up the box score <laughs> yes, it does. uh yeah i like evan mobley um i watched him play at usc let's get into some uh clipper support group talk then let's finish it off on a on a on a high note uh what are some things bothering you rob about clipper clipper fan fandom clippers in general yeah, it's like I don't know. It's the weird, the weird thing that I've noticed so far this season as we've gotten like closer and closer to through the season. It it kind of feels like they're they're not everybody, but it feels like a lot of Clipper fans are have like I don't know, they just it seems to be just kind of like super irrational takes and just Mm -hmm. constant like negative feedback towards towards like individual players Mm -hmm. you know not not really having a more constructive or positive outlook on this season because we because we kind of knew going into it Kawhi may not be back and then with Paul George being hurt you know you're losing two all-star caliber players that are supposed to be playing in your rotation mm-hmm. you got rotation players who are playing who have to play above what they were expected to like consistently but because they're role players it's hard for them to like do that at a, at a consistent basis so i think it's like a whole team struggling but for some reason it's there's a lot of hate going towards individual players and I don't know. I just I don't under really don't understand that at all. No, we're we're with you on that. Yeah, we totally agree with you on based on what we're seeing. I mean, I can just I mean, just recently they were talking a lot of smack about Zubak. I'm just like, <laughs> how come we can't defend a uh, uh, Luca? Uh, he's a center, dude. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <what> yeah. <laughs> and, and everyone gets on his case about rebounding. Like, he's the only guy who's supposed to do that. Like Marcus Morris hasn't boxed a person out since he was on the Celtics. 
<laughs> like it's i don't i don't understand where everyone's getting his getting frustrated and like we don't have paint defense it's because everyone's dragging zoo out of the paint and then people drive in you know it's it is what it is and it's not on it's not on zoo it's not on a lot of these players and yeah it's just yeah the negativity and i think like people should just enjoy it. i think clipper fans if i'm being honest got a little taste of the pie getting to the Western Conference Finals for the first time last year, and then went into the season with the same expectations of, like, oh, we could do that again without Kawhi. We just need to get a certain point, then he'll come back. Where it's, like, that's it's not that easy over an 82-game season. Like, in the playoffs, yes, it was tough to do it, but we had to come back from 25 points to beat the Jazz to even move on. Mm-hmm. And then we had to, then we got some more injuries and we had to play. This, like, it was not easy. And keep in mind, we didn't beat the Suns. Like, we lost to the Suns because of injuries and stuff like that. Same reason why we're losing games now. <laughs> like, because yeah. we have injuries and people are not playing. And a lot of people, I think, have this, um, oh, like, the Clippers should be better than this thing. And then, you know, I'm sure Laker fans and other fans are feeling the same way too. I'm sure. Denver Nuggets, Denver Nuggets fans are like, you know what? Like the Nuggets should be better than a six seed when they've been in a top four or five seed the last few years, you know, stuff like that. So it's, 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 a, it's a little odd that I feel like Clipper fans should be a little bit more humble based on our history, but we've have been playing winning basketball for 10 years. So maybe it's just, you know, we're not used to losing. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, it's, we say a lot about Laker fans, right? Like, yeah, you have like a history of winning championship, but you were kind of non-existent for, oh, I don't know. I think the past 10 years we were doing, we were doing really well. And then for you to all of a sudden get LeBron James and have this high expectation about winning championship, it's the same thing, you know, you need to calm down. I absolutely agree with you. Um, and the thing I get irritated though, I feel like Zoo gets a lot of like foul call, like fouls, and he did not. I shouldn't say he commits a lot of fouls, but he he gets fouled a lot at the rim, and I mean the calls are non-existent, like at times, especially last night. That was a little irritating. I used to, yeah, I, used, I, think, I, used to I used to have this thought too, where I'm like, Zoo should complain more, and because he kind of just gets hit, he used to just get hit and just take it. And I used to think, like, no, he should People. complain to the ref, at least let the ref know, like, hey, I'm getting hit down here, watching on the next play. And then now he's doing that, and the refs are not calling it. So it's just, yeah. I don't know what to do about the whole zoo thing. Yeah. Can someone tell him he's European, too? So, yeah. Yeah, that's what I that's that's what I posted. Like, he's the only European player that doesn't get any foul calls. <laughs> like, Jokic gets it. Luka, Giannis gets it. I don't know what – is there is there some sort of beef with – Croatia or something? I don't, I don't understand this. <laughs> I don't, they owe they owe the NBA money. I feel, I feel I feel like Zoo plays the position like pretty solid, if that makes sense. Where like most of these yeah. players kind of like go loosey goosey and then are over dramatic. I feel like Zoo doesn't do that, and I think that's probably why he doesn't get the call. Like he's not euro stepping, you know. He's not he's not getting the ball on top of the key, euro stepping in the in the, in the paint, which. I, I would like to see, you know. Though I, th- I think uh, a zoo euro step to the basket is up there with a with the canard poster on LeBron. <laughs> I think we we saw like point zoo a couple times. Yeah, coast to coast. 
he 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 could do it. And I, I we we have seen him get the ball pretty high and then like take one dribble and then just like dunk right away. But we haven't seen him just you know do a nice little euro step, swing, swing, do some James Harden move to the basket. We haven't seen it. So I think if he did that, he'd get more foul calls. <laughs> Um, I personally am a little concerned about, I mean, the most obvious Norman Powell's injury. I, we're already struggling on the offensive end as we speak, uh, you know, as we speak right now in the season. So to lose a guy who can easily drop 20 points or who's averaging 18 points, I should say, um, is a major blow for this team. I mean, if we're trying to be competitive and uh, trying to show Paul George, Hey, we are competing for a playoff spot. So uh, I'm a little concerned about that. But it is what it is. The Clippers are going to be fun. It just looks like it just looks like shit's, it's just bothering the shit out of you. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> just, like you saw Norman Powell's injury thing today, and you're just like, I, I can't do this anymore. I'm like, God damn. God damn. <laughs> you were, like we, we, we said like Paul George will come back we're playing well and then we got no Paul it's on the injury report it's like ah <laughs> you're, you're, you're doing this podcast right now with a cigarette in your hand you're just like, I just can't do this right now <laughs> you're you're, pull, you're you're putting the cigarette out on your hand just to see if you feel anything anymore I'm done I'm like taking off the wire like I'm done I'm done <laughs> yeah. it, it sucks man like we just got him he was playing really well he's he was like group he was getting into the team he was getting to the offense and then I was really enjoying his play like he was attacking the rim attacking the rim kicking out I, it was fun to watch and then you lose that and it's just like that's a bummer you know it's just like oh typical Clippers luck right yeah we're just like i think the clipper fan base is holding on to hope at this point we're just like maybe everyone will come back and we'll just have another run because we just need everyone back and we'll make the run right and i think we're just holding on to hope and every day something happens that's just like but the thing is i feel like we've lost hope quite a few times this season where it's just like oh covid during the toughest road stretch of the season oh no Oh, Paul George is out on Christmas. Oh no! Like, and now <laughs> Norman Powell gave us a little bit of hope, and then we lose like two games by twenty-five and plus, and then we lose them to a turf toe situation. Or his destiny is questionable, so maybe he'll just say, "You know, I'm going to write this out." So, hopefully, that's the case because J Scrub has season-ending toe turf surgery or whatever. <laughs> I don't think that's. I don't think that's what's season called. Ending, season ending toe. <laughs> <laughs> so we got to cut it off. <laughs> is turf toe contagious? Is that the issue? <laughs> like, are they are they like sharing each other's shoes? <laughs> is that I don't, is that how that works? I don't know. I'm not I'm not a doctor. That's why you sent them Brooklyn. <laughs> Norman Powell was like, uh, he showed Trying up to Zoo's shoe. Yeah, he he showed up to the game and then he's like, oh no, I don't have shoes. I left them in Portland. He's like, well, Jay Scrub has these has this pair. And he's not using it right now. And he left his turf toe in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you have any concerns, Brian? Now we kind of addressed them already. Um, I guess my biggest concern is... You're not original whatsoever. No, I'm not. <laughs> um, I guess my biggest concern is if we legitimately don't win a game the, for the next few games, 
And then we're going into Paul George's February 24th decision day, basically. And we just, in the Clippers organization, plus Paul George's eyes, just did not do enough for them to think that it's worth playing the rest of the season out and trying to make a run for the playoffs. Because even as I'm a, I'm a fan first, like I, I, I want the games to feel like they're leading to something. Mm-hmm. I know. And if we roll out that they're coming out in general, but it could be that, you know, Norman Powell's hurt, Paul George's hurt, Kawhi's hurt, and they're all just like, you know what? Let's just do next season. Let's just well, we'll keep Ronnie Hood <laughs> and we'll let him carry the the team until the offseason, you know? Like it could be the case, you know. <laughs> Cause I, I, I've opened up this idea. It's like, what if they're just like, you know what? We're probably gonna make the play in. Maybe we won't win it. We'll just let we'll just not have Amir Coffee play in that playing game. And then we'll just give him the contract he wants in the offseason, and we'll just let Ronnie Hood and Semi just play out the season. I don't know. Because I feel like buyout signings are for teams that think they're going to compete. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. So I just I just hope that we can hold on to this little bit of hope still. Just keep, keep holding on to it until I guess it's just not there. Consolation prize, Lakers might not make the playoffs either. So that's good. <laughs> I, yeah, I think I'm okay with that. Definitely. I'm, I'm just glad they weren't able to get anybody during the trade deadline. That was a uh, French <laughs> 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 Apparently, I mean, the Houston Rockets like offered John Wall a first round pick. And they're like, nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Rob Polinko with that Disneyland. <laughs> Is that true? I thought I saw that on Twitter. Like, was he really at Disneyland? I I saw that picture. I don't know if it's. I don't know if that's true, but that would be that would be hilarious. He's I, trying. He's trying to call. He's trying to call someone with one hand, and he's got the Disneyland churro on the other hand. He's double fisting. He, he's not even trying yeah. to. <laughs> he can't. He can't connect the call because his hands are all greasy with the. The drumstick. <laughs> <laughs> I just see him like he's losing signal. He's about to pull off the biggest trade of the season, and then and then, <laughs> he, and then he just loses signal as he's like on Indiana Jones or something. <laughs> I was like Space Mountain. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then and then when he gets off the ride, he's pulling in. He checks his phone. It's twelve oh one. And he's God, like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get it done? Uh, no, they didn't want it. I feel like he's like in a like he's constantly like reaching out to like Magic Johnson for advice. Like, hey, should we do this? And then like he'll like get an answer from him, and then like, all right, we'll move forward from there. The, the next jam's hitting him up. Like, so are we doing this? I mean, but it's uh, Rob Lincoln's text in his send. <laughs> it says red. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Do you have any more thoughts uh, as we go into all star break, Rob? Whatever consolation prize we can hope for, I think, is hope that. Canard smokes everybody in the three-point contest, mm-hmm. and he doesn't miss a shot. And he points, he points the, he points to the, he points to the crown, while while he shoots the last one. <laughs> yeah. I think that would, would be the icing on the cake for the season. He points to the crowd, and like light goes to like a specific individual, and it's LeBron James in the crowd. Yeah, he goes, he goes to LeBron. Yeah. He's pointing right at him with <laughs> one like... hand and shoots it with the other hand. Points at him. 
<laughs> and, th- and then he 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 just walks like there's still going to be a player behind him it's probably gonna be like i don't know who i don't know who's in three-point contest right now it's a player behind him like like canard's not the last person it's the there's another guy coming up but canard already goes to the middle of the court to get his trophy just <laughs> he's just off. waiting in the middle of the court <laughs> just flipping <laughs> off lebron <laughs> keeping his eyes on lebron the whole time he's not even watching the last guy <laughs> oh man yeah <laughs> So we'll be checking in about the three-point contest next week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, Kennard let us down, not doing it the way we wanted it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, he won, but, like, he didn't do any of the dramatics or anything. Well, holy crap, he's doing it blindfolded. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, where can we find your podcast? Uh, you find it anywhere you get your podcasts. It is Rob Say Sports on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, anywhere where you get your podcasts. All right. All Perfect. over the place. You can also find the LA Clips Worm in all those places, but check out Rob first. Yep. I actually got one uh, coming out uh, tomorrow. I just recorded today. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. Everybody check out the new episode tomorrow. Thank you. Thank you. What do you, what do you talk about on your next episode? Uh, just like most, most of the trades that went down. Ronnie Hood? Kind of, kind of yeah. running it through the list and just kind of seeing what, what happened. I, I do it where it's like the NBA trade deadline is the Infinity Gauntlet, the snap. Mm. So we're just going to see what's happened after the snap and then we're ending it with you know we got we got some new reviews for AEW that happened this past week talk about that too yeah Brian, Brian will call me a loser right now because I don't follow wrestling but it's <laughs> but it, it's it's not because I don't want to it's just because I just don't have the time at the moment I I used to be like really big into wrestling and then it kind of just dropped off but yeah, probably for a lot, like a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. I, I embarrass Brian all the time when we hang out. I was about to sound like a nerd right now. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll save it. I was, like, I was about to go into de- like, you don't have to watch Raw. You can do this instead, and you know you just need to watch, just watch Rampage. It's just an hour. No, no I know. No. <laughs> <laughs> Our subscribers just went down. So, um, <laughs> where where can they find you on Twitter, Rob? Oh, Twitter. At the Yamagata 32. Yeah. A lot of a lot of gifts, a lot of commentary, but mostly gifts. <laughs> okay. And who are you rooting for in the Super Bowl? You know, it's it's a tough decision. You know, they have two really good quality teams, two good head coaches, you know, battling it out for supremacy, base game of the year. But I think I'm going to have to go with the hometown team. I got the LA Rams winning. Because it is, and I don't want to sound lame, Rams house. <laughs> it's Rams house. Yeah. Whose house? Why should be a bunch of Bengals fans there? <laughs> <laughs> Probably will be. I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure there's Bengal fans who bought the Super Bowl tickets and not expecting their team to be there. And then they're like, well, <laughs> look at this. <laughs> you just gotta have hope, just like Clipper fan base, right? Yep. Yes. All right, you can find 
us on LA, uh you can find us on twitter at la close forum you can find our podcast wherever you find your podcasts uh, thank you trent for the outro and that's it thank you rob for coming on our podcast i know it was a total disaster but hopefully someday it won't be <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring you on next we'll time when we don't have terrible internet yeah <laughs> we'll try we'll try round two yeah we'll try round two all right thank you we're out in your scenario yeah like Shit. for like my internet just mm-hmm. went man this this podcast is a dud <laughs> no i heard i heard what you're saying though I, it, was, I, it was going <laughs> it was it was dying i think you resuscitated it <laughs> yeah. all right I don't know. I see him, but he's not moving. <laughs> I'm assuming it's not me if you're talking to me. Uh, Same thing with you. Like, okay. Yeah. It's going. Right. We lost you for a second. That's all right. I'll, I'll edit that out. It'll be like, oh, but well, my, is, my, is my internet bad too? It, I don't know. Speed test. Oh, my goodness. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm telling you, I'm going to be spending like two days editing this. <laughs> <laughs> and then I want to release it. It's just twenty seconds. It's, it's the intro part we had. <laughs> Dude, like every time you freeze, it feels like I'm watching Yu-Gi-Oh and like Pegasus like trapped in the car. <laughs> I'm gonna put a lot of these uh, internet moments in the at the end of the podcast. I think. Oh. <laughs> Although you're the blooper reel, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's all it's all audio. Damn, my internet's not working again. Your player in the NBA league. <laughs> it's funny because like you kind of froze and your face was like stuck like this. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> it's just it's just gonna be the whole podcast is just you and Rob going back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is not a good. Uh, I feel like our podcasts go a lot more smooth. And I feel like this is not a good representation what the LA Clips forum is to Rob. <laughs> Anyone oh, that's listening that, well, to this? I was, was going to say I take full responsibility on oh, the, no, the no, internet. Not, <laughs> no, 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 it's not you. No, 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 it's, no, me. It, it, it's, it's, it's me. It's me. It's me. me. No, no, no. It's me. It, if, if, uh, if we have any fans and they, and they want to blame someone, it's, it's Jesse Sandoval. That's the guy you want to blame. No, no, it's me. It's me. I'm the <laughs> one who has bad internet, knew I was going to have bad internet, came on here and forced it. Thank you for joining Brian Andrew and Jesse Sandoval for this episode of LA Clips Forum. For all the over and backs, loose balls, clear paths, and tip-ins, catch LA Clips Forum every week. The podcast for fans, by fans. Clipper Nation, we'll catch you on the rebound. Oh yeah.